Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It is Money Making Monday, and you know what that means. That means that Reality Check has our common sense millionaire coming on to let us know Everything that is happening in the world of finance. George Dines is here. How are you today, George? I'm fabulous. How about yourself? I am doing well. Thank you so much. Now, as we head into this holiday season, which we really are already in, because I know folks are out there probably buying decorations and looking for gifts and all those kinds of things. A lot of us like to give and receive gift cards, but maybe not the best idea. George, tell us why. Yeah, I know. You, it's to talk about these gift card things. You you change this to money taken Monday because people's money is just getting taken. Mm. Um, it, you know, um, I always try to you know keep things you know personal with me and, and also in terms of these things. And um, when when I was looking at all of this information and what's going on about this, first place I ran was the we have a draw of cards. And, you know, people give you gift cards for all kinds of stuff, you know, to go to, to big box stores or to restaurants and all of this. And the, the funny thing about it is you really recognize how vulnerable those cards are if we're not careful about how we use them or how we purchase them, that kind of thing. It's like millions of dollars going down the toilet. And it, it's to the extent that even, what's the company? Uh, Amazon.com has a whole gift card scam section of their website in terms of to tell people what to look for, what not to do, and what to be careful. So it's a heck of a lot of uh, problems out there. So George, are you recommending that we do the gift cards or that we don't do the gift cards? Because another thing that we know about gift cards is that a lot of times people throw them in their wallet or a drawer and either forget about them, never use them. Yeah. And so, you know, the idea of a gift card is to give people who maybe are hard to shop for uh, a little bit of a chance to be able to purchase things on their own. But it seems like that doesn't always work out that way. Well, sometimes it doesn't. And you're absolutely right. It's, it's very convenient. So if you know you want to give something to your niece or nephew, you just give them a card, $25, whatever, and they can go out and buy what they want. But the problem is that we have to be careful and not just assume that everything's going to work out as expected. So for instance, if you, you, get, a, you get a card and you forget all about it, right? You put it someplace and you come back three years later and say, oh, here's that card I had. Well, it's possible there could not be any money on that card. Some some of these companies used to have an amount that, you know, each month <laughs> would count against the card. Okay. So you'd have to be, you have to be careful about that. Um, the other thing is in this season, we're all looking for one thing, the best bargain that we can find. Okay, and there are ads out there talking about, oh, you know, you can get discounted gift cards. Well, let's let's really think about that. That doesn't really make sense that you get a discounted gift card. Uh, no, those are, are traps for people. 
because it's not just about taking the people's money, but it's about getting their information. So if they can get your name, if they get your social security number, if they can get your driver's license number, all of those kinds of things, they can perpetrate other types of frauds against you that make the debit card look like nothing. Well, you know, I think it's just that people believe that that is the best gift uh, to give someone that they are unsure what to to give to. But there are also some other issues when it comes to these cards, because you will get people calling you from various places that also become a scam. Uh, so there are some where they will call you and they will say they want you to send them a gift card. So is there is there any time when we should do that? Well, the, the typical scenario is, hey, this is Uncle Bob and I need uh, $2,000 because of X, Y, and Z. And people have the information that you do have on Uncle Bob, okay? And so you go out and you purchase a card and you may put it in the mail or, or something like that, and your money is basically gone. Also, what these scammers try to do is they will try to get your um, ID number off the card and your PIN, uh, because, hey, look, you know, he, Uncle Bobby needs $750 because he's got to buy blank, blank, blank. So go ahead, just send us, you know, get a gift card, give us the pin and the number, and, you know, we'll take care of it. People really fall for these things. And you have to be, you have to be careful. So if Uncle Bobby is saying, oh, yeah, I need this for the car, you might want to call uh, his brother or sister to find out if that's the truth. These are, this is a very uh, bothersome trend that's going forward. Also, when you're talking to people on the phone, you don't want to lose your ID information. If you lose your social security number tied to your address and phone number, you got a big problem. So the thing is that I think we're probably understating the sophistication of these scammers as it is yeah. now, because now they can use what they call voice cloning, and I'm sure they can use AI in order to make this voice or this person that calls you sound like they are one of your loved ones. And so there have been a number of scams where people are calling saying that there is a loved one to use your fictional Uncle Bobby, for an example, but there's a loved one. It could be a son. It could be a mother. It could be someone who has been arrested, who has been uh, uh, all these various emergencies that you can think of. And as you said, of course, you're kind of looking at it if it hasn't happened to you and say, oh, those folks were just gullible. But in fact, they're, right. they're, they are using some sophisticated techniques in order to lure you in. Right. It's, it's making you comfortable that you're speaking to the person that you're supposed to. OK, and that's and, and that's part of it. Uh, I, I saw some, uh, you know, I looked up some case studies on this, and this is happening in corporations where they target really people in the corporate world who are really busy and don't have time for stuff. Right. To, <laughs> to move quickly because I need that $750 right. or that $500. So it's really, uh, these people know how to make a very quick personal connection with, as you say, altered voices, but they have the information. They, they have your information they, because they got your phone number, right? So right. they called you. And so that, that makes it even 
more realistic for people. If somebody's calling on their cell phone, right? So it's it's very, very difficult. You just have to ask questions, okay? Right. Nothing, there's nothing out there that says that you can only pay for, pay for something with a gift card. Right. No. Well, okay? but, but you, no, oh, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying you, you know, keep away from discount, discount cards. That those are typically bogus. They're just trying to get your personal information, right? And then you know you, you get some card and is worthless. Um, don't give any. You know, on the back of these cards there are the codes. Don't give those codes to anybody. Nobody should be calling you to ask you for those codes at all, because once you purchase them, if it's for uh, someone that you really know needs it, all you have to do is give it to them, and they can go and spend it any way they want. Anyone asking for additional personal information, if that's a bogus call. You know, it's interesting because the Federal Trade Commission actually has a lengthy piece on yeah. common gift card scams. And when we're, again, saying, okay, we're saying, yes, a sucker is born every minute, but this is not your garden variety. Hey, you know, uh, I'm trying to sell you whatever I'm trying to sell you. Give me all your credit card information. These are people that are calling saying that they're from the government. These are yes. people that may call you and say they are from tech support and saying that something is wrong with your computer. There are people who are saying they're a friend or family member with an emergency. And of course, always the folks that call you and say you've won something. And during the holiday season, of course, you're going to try, you're going to be excited if you won something. And then yeah. also people who are coming at you from your, from scammers, I should say, who are impersonating your utility company, uh, even folks who are coming up on dating websites saying that, you know, they, you made a match and now they need money for this and that. I remember reading a story about a woman who was out something like $500,000 because once they put the pressure on you, that is one of the things that I think uh, is important to know, that when people call you with some of these scams, they are doing so in a way that is putting pressure on you. Yes. And and we have to remember that these are organized criminal enterprises. Yes. Okay. Where they may have a person who sounds nice and, and sounds kind and all of that, but these are organized criminal enterprises that in many cases are organized outside of the United States, okay? And so once they have the information on the card and they purchase something, you, you can forget it. Your, your money's gone. You're not going to be able to get it back. And really, nobody can help. Well, really, no one can really help you with this. You just have to be careful. You just have to be careful. Anyone asking you for personal information, you don't want to give any of the codes away on the back of the cards, you should only go to reputable retail outlets to purchase these cards. You know, purchasing them on the side of, of, of a small, dumpy-looking store, probably want to keep away from it. You want to make sure when you go to pick the cards up, especially at like large grocery stores where they have like millions of them. Right. Especially <laughs> this type of year. They're, they're all over the place. Every, exactly. Every, uh, every store out there has a card. Well, what you need to do when you go in there, first pick up the card that you want to buy, examine it. Does it look like it has been altered? Does anything look like it, they have cut the, um, the envelope that it's in and then tried to glue it back? Okay. Those 
those types of, of things. So for imagine someone goes into the card, they put a fake card number from a previous card on it that they own. So then you end up going to the to checkout store, they scan that card, it's an existing card, and the money is not going to you to you for your purpose, but it's going to another card someplace else. Okay. I mean, just really uh, interesting, fraudulent activities. Yeah, and uh, this is stealing billions of dollars a year. You know, and these are very, very sophisticated criminals, as we're discussing. Um, I'm looking at the FTC site, and they are basically giving you just about every retailer that sells a gift card and the information if you want to make sure that you are actually buying an authentic gift card from these companies. So definitely want to suggest that people go to consumer.ftc.gov, and you can just put in gift cards, and there are lengthy articles about the amount of, of, of scams. And there are also very specific to each retailer information that is available on how to make sure that you are getting an authentic card. And I really would say at this point, George, you should not be doing your holiday shopping unless, especially if you're buying a bunch of gift cards and uh, without this guidance, because it is really amazing how sophisticated with all of this technology people are becoming. Yeah, and, and, you know, I buy them for things as well. And when this trend first came out, the due diligence on the purchase was not very rigorous. But now even going to a, a major supermarket chain and buying one for like a birthday or something, you've got to give more information. And I, I think that that's something that's realistic. Uh, at the same time, it's, it's really upon all of us to be careful as well that we don't get comfortable, that we don't believe, you know, believe everything. We all know, uh, Tanya, that one of the principal victims of this are senior citizens. Yes. And this is really shameful. But senior citizens are, you know, they love their grandkids or they love their niece and nephew. And um, they call, someone calls and says, well, you know, so-and-so needs uh, $100 they'll send it. And, and this is very unfortunate. Or uh, they will make go and, and try and make some donation or something to some group and end up giving up all of their personal information. I, um, we talk about the dollar value of the theft, which is in the billions. But I tell people now in this time that what's more important is your personal information, okay, than losing $500. Because losing your personal information on the web will really screw with you down in the future because people will steal using your information will steal and you won't even know that they're really doing that. Uh, so I've had a bunch of people who have talked to me about what happened with their credit. Why is their credit horrible? It's because they, their information was given away. Fake credit cards were produced all on their social security numbers reported to the credit bureau and they can't do anything really about it. Credit bureaus are overwhelmed with requests for help in this particular area. 
you know, it really is shameful and it's something that we have to do our due diligence on, but just know that these scams can come at you via email. They can come, I mean, just this morning, I got some random email about someone giving away something and I just, I blocked it, deleted it because I was like, you know, this is how they get you. They offer you something. So in the case of them scamming you, when it comes to a loved one, if they've done enough research to know that you are connected to this other person, and that's not that difficult, uh, the way that the data can be taken, that they find out that this person is a relative or a loved one and they use that. And then they're, they're being very, urgent with you. I saw a man giving some testimony, uh, something I passed on Instagram. And this man was giving testimony about how they called and they said his son had been arrested and he was racing to provide the money and this, that, and the other. And so you have to really, really do your due diligence, especially around this time when they know that people are shopping, when they know that people are buying gift cards, when they know that people are um, trying to... uh, you know, purchase different things. I really, at this point, think, you know, you should just go get everything. Even though we like to buy things online, gift cards may not be the thing that you want to buy online, but then, you know, you got to be careful about buying them in person too, because I wasn't even thinking that there are people that are scamming those carts and putting in, you know, different strips as you just described. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like this, you know, we always talk about like right up here, right? Common sense. Okay, you can't get something that you know is expensive for free. So this is the 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 real in for the discount gift cards. There's no such such thing as that. Okay, and as as emotional as the situation is, in the case of of the someone calling and saying, "Oh, this is the police, and we have your son," blah blah blah. The police don't take debit cards. (laughs) (laughs) They don't. Because you can't go, you can't go to the police station with the debit card. Right. Okay. It's just not happening. Um, so we just have to just, you know, escape for a, just a second the emotional impact of what you're hearing on the phone or what you're seeing on an email and say, does this make sense? What they're, what they're telling me and should I do what they're asking? And, you know, the saddest part is that there are people who have true emergencies. There are people who are experiencing people who have various things going on. So to try to distinguish in these high pressure situations, whether or not that call is real, that's really stressful. But I think that we, you know, you've got to do your due diligence and make sure that if you are called in any way for money, for a gift card, for any of these things, that it's legitimate. And, you know, you should know who it is in your life that is legitimate. But with this technology, technology, they can, in fact, uh, they have the level of sophistication to make it sound as though it is one of your loved ones. So you just have to kind of, I don't know, maybe we need to establish some kind of code words with people or something, but you know, that assumes that we might not get a call one day that someone's in the hospital or something like that. So it really is just, as you said, to, you know, listen to your spotty senses, use your common sense and Absolutely. Before you go to to buy a gift card for someone, check out Consumer FTC 
www.ebay.gov and make sure that you know what each retailer offers and where. And then also watch these emails. Don't be like some folks responding to every email. Look at, you know, I've gotten emails that look like they're from UPS saying your delivery is delayed, stuff like that. You've got to be careful because you're saying to yourself, wait, I didn't order anything. So what delivery could be delayed? You know, you know. So so I'm sorry. Sorry, Tony. The the first thing on this, okay, is that if you get a phone call, you've got a problem because someone has your phone number. Mm. Okay. So you got a problem. So if they have your phone number, they probably know where you live. They may know where you work. Okay. So if you get a call like this, first thing you want to do is probably take a look at your credit profile and everybody can get a report for free every year. I would immediately go and do that and look to see if there's anything on the credit profile, including a uh, department store or any other business that says that you have credit. And I mean, you're not spending, you're not, you're not using that because you've never signed up for it. So that's that's the other thing. You, you've got to really be alert. Um, I do a lot of work in terms of how do you look at an email that's sent to you to determine whether or not it's fraudulent. For most people, that's going to be a bit tenuous and, and difficult. For me, it's easy. I, I have to do this all the time. I get a phenomenal amount of mail, and I'm very careful what I click on and what, you know, to, to make sure I don't have a problem. So, but, but it can happen to anyone. If anybody wants some additional info on some more uh, serious ways to, to look at what's happening with their personal profiles, uh, they can send me uh, an email at uh, the Common Sense Millionaire um, uh, at D- gmail.com. Common. And, you know, I'll be glad to do that. I won't take all that time here. Unless, Tanya, sometime you want to do a more in-depth show, we could do that. We definitely should. George Dines, the Common Sense Millionaire, keeping us informed about all the things that we need to really look out for during this holiday season. Thank you so much for being with us on Reality Check today. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks for having me. All right. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 